yo, 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 It's Cleo Bandashian, and this is a fresh new, just Saturday of an episode of Dope Dealer Radio. Lena, say something to the people. All right, today's episode is, dude, where's my flying Lambo? Ow! Expectations for the future. Yeah. All right, so we're going to be talking about a lot of technology. We're talking about um, new ways of communication communication, um, hip-hop entrepreneurship, transportation, mm-hmm. all that good shit. So we're going to be uh, talking about different topics. We're going to uh, actually kick off by talking about the um, government shutdown, which is like fucked up situation. Excuse my language. You know, people are, are literally not able to feed their families or do anything you know because some people are paycheck to paycheck like this yep. is what we're not even thinking about people are paycheck to paycheck so imagine being paycheck to paycheck and that shit just cuts out plus you're still expected to go back to work you're worried about like maybe losing your job if you don't go shit like that yeah it's so it's so effed up it's really really bad can i put on my white man hat for a second okay i'm gonna say i just want to say hello everyone my name's john i just want to say i think it's good if uh President Trump shuts down all of this uh, sucking on the teeth of the government bullshit because people need to learn to stand on their own. And if Americans could say to themselves, hey, I don't have any food in the fridge, but God gave me a goddamn brain. I'm going to use my brain to figure out how to make some money. I'm going to put on my Tony Montana hat and get this shit right. Excuse my French. <laughs> and I take off my white man hat because it's tight. Yes, it's so tight. tight. It was getting too tight. Excuse my head. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I can kind of, I can kind of concur. You know why? Because we have a lot of potential as a people. Okay, so now if we get a lot of people that were kind of, kind of sitting on their laurels and sitting back to actually get in the game and you know add to the conversation, add to like this new wave of entrepreneurship or you know even if you don't want to be an entrepreneur be helpful to the cause right you feel me like we need to build we need to grow so yeah i'm saying like yeah people are doing that but like, there's no communication no like, and if you're from this area that's who you communicate with and if you're from here you know yeah it seems like people um if they're not being innovational, I mean, to the point where you're doing a damn TED talk, people just aren't thinking, people aren't connecting, aren't sharing information. It's happening a lot on the internet. But there's still something missing because there's so much information out there. I mean, people, especially our people, seem to be getting themselves, you know, not that we were never together as a people, but now we can physically see how people, especially because we have the internet, we can see people opening businesses and see black women doing well, you know, and we can see, um, like entrepreneurship we could just go on youtube and look it up and it's inspiring and i don't know what people are waiting for and i feel hypocritical too because i'm black but um you know i'm, I'm doing something about it so i guess that's kind of you know my foot in the pond but what i'm saying here is i think we're missing a love within the connection you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, um, but you know what it is? You know, there is the joy has kind of been sapped from it. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was like how people got beat up. Right. Um, like during, obviously, we had the crack epidemic that we like 
that that busted up a lot of spirit. Yeah. You know? So yeah. like all that Michael Jackson dancing and happiness is like was kinda like dented really bad by what happened during that epidemic. You know what I'm saying? People lost their families, head of households got all wiped out by you no, know, they experienced some stress, then they start smoking Weed, right. or they start smoking crack. Right. You know what I'm saying? And dish, and it just destroyed whole family. The different times where we actually were popping and we had a good spirit about us, like during the hip hop time when hip hop actually first came on the scene, it was explosive. It changed things. It changed everything and the whole vibe of how everything was going. Took okay. over everything because everything was all about rock and roll. Right. So like once hip hop came on the scene, that joy came back, the color came back, the dancing. Hold on, I'm gonna put you in a time machine and kick the shit over to 2000. Can I do that? Yeah. I'm gonna just throw you in there real quick. Have a seat. Mm -hmm. Your seatbelt mm -hmm. in 2000. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, like I said, I was watching that Vixen documentary yesterday, yeah. and it coincides with what you're saying. Yeah, you were saying that's the time black people look their best. Yeah. Hip hop. I feel too, and one of them was saying it, it kind of speaks as to what's going on in the black community. If you look, pay attention to the music. And you ever notice it kind of seems like that's always been our remote control? Hip -hop. Yeah, hip hop has been like our um, control over how things are going. Yeah. But once we, we, we need to not relinquish that control to like companies because they are money hungry. Yeah. So whatever they see people are consuming, whether it's good or bad, they're still going to encourage it. Right. So we can't put the remote in their hands. It got to be like, we got to be on some where the new, um, we're the new Sesame Street type shit, but like programming people the right way. Right. Period. All, to, all across all media. Programming people the right way that we can advance and become Wakanda that we love so damn much. Right. That's very possible for us black people. I got tight, yo, when that movie came out. I didn't even want to see it because, you know, I get turned off when people want to jump on a bandwagon. And that's just what it seemed to me, like a bandwagon. Everybody put on a fucking dashiki to go see the movie. Yeah. I was like, yo, this shit is it's, so You know, bad. it just got covered in like a thick layer of like hype. But it was all right because the movie was fucking popping. It was. It the was. movie was, it were, It deserved all of its fanfare. But we're dealing with real shit. If yeah, want, but every just, year we should have a Wakanda parade, though. <laughs> to remind people that we are like, we are, we exist in the future. We are very prosperous in the future. And all we need to do is take our fingers out of our assholes and we will be there. Exactly where we need to be. Yeah. And I feel like I'm starting to see a disconnect between black women. I really do. Like, love and hip-hop. And then it's like on social media, someone's always dragging someone. Like, it's just always so in dragging I think, but we, I think we're very conscious of it being like a caricature of presence. It's not real. Yeah. I hope None people don't real. actually think that we're, we're like... This they, is like a... This is like... They took away... Do you know that they took away all of those soap operas? day of our lives, all of those things to put these reality shows on. So all of this is just a replacement. We they know they recognize that people got like sick of watching stuff that they know was written. Yeah. And they were more attached to things they thought was real. Reality so that's it, that's why they created this reality T V genre in the first place. And it's like it started with um what's that show? Big Brother? No, not Big Brother. Um, the Real World. I the heard. Real World. Never. 
Yeah, the real world. That title was kind of accurate. It's not the real world, but they're just real world, like, people that don't have their shit together. They're just dramatic. And it seems like they take the worst people and put them on TV. The more dramatic you are, the more trouble you cause, the more you stay on the show. Yeah. And that's all I'm seeing. It's like, it's just getting ridiculous. More disrespectful women. Nobody wants to be real anymore. My homegirl calls me, says, I want a fake body. Bruh. Jesus Christ. Why do you want a fake body? Don't you see any of these horror stories? Like... I just need to see a. Uh, this is what I do. If I ever feel like I want a boob job or anything, I just go watch Botched. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good at uh, capsulation. Oh, what? Nah. Well, I'm good. What most people do? Go look at the good ones and go look at good boob jobs and research. No, I watch Botched because you know consequences. Yeah. First of all, I I'm I am like a very type of person. Like I don't like to put myself in some bullshit. Right. If I know I'm putting myself, if it's no, it's like, that's what's happening right now. You're potentially putting yourself in some bullshit and you aware of it. I'm not going to do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, bruh, if, if I'm thinking of something and I'm, I'm looking at the consequences and I'm okay with the consequences, that's different. But if I'm looking at it and I'm not okay with the consequences, that's it. That's yeah. for that, you know what I mean? For that decision. So. Bruh. Yeah, so that was that, that's that on that. All right, we got that off our chest. <laughs> we didn't even talk about the government shutdown. The government shutdown is is a fucked up situation. Donald Trump, you know what I mean? I, well, okay, let me tell you what I really think he's trying to do. I think he's trying to spur people into the spirit of entrepreneurship. Yeah. But he's doing it like a, a cold, heartless white dad. There you go, girl. You took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say he's like a white dad. This is what he dad. is doing. Yes. Like a dad. Understand, that is what he's doing right now. This dude do not want to have our country ruined. You know, I don't think that's his intention. I think what he wants to do is kind of like spur people into action, which is why he's like doing all this bullshit and trying to hurt people and try to make like rile up people's bullshit, like bad energy. Okay, so trying to cause a little turmoil. Like there's a, I had a manager that went by a book called um <laughs> no he he believed in the ideology that there's order and chaos mm-hmm. right so he would um intentionally cause like a chaotic situation like uh, like reorganize the like he would hire he would fit fire a bunch of people for example yeah right he would fire a bunch of people and then he would promote certain people he would do this and then he would watch and see what happened and he was like order will come from this chaos like whoever doesn't belong here will just fall away yeah this is what this is some people have that kind of idea of management so i feel like maybe this is the type of person that or a type of manager because that's basically what he is he's a manager he's right basically managing america in its in its state that it's wow, in right that's now that's a perfect statement President that's why they manager. hired that's this is why we, why they wanted him to be president because he was a quote unquote good businessman this is what we perceived of him we don't we didn't even know people didn't even know i didn't vote for him right. but people that did vote for him this is their mindset when it was to vote for him people that we know now should not have voted for him this is the reasons why they did right because they felt okay he's a businessman he'll know what to do we're in a bad situation when it comes to deficit, shit like that. Right. I, I felt that same in the beginning. I was like, he, he's taking things away. And I know Donald Trump. 
He's trying to force us. Yeah, he's being like one of those dads. It's like, listen, I'm not going to baby you. There's no more no. babying. It's like, he's like, he's rich, right? He's mm-hmm. the rich white dad. And he's like, go and fend for yourself. I had to fend for myself to get everything that I've got. And you're going to go fend for yourself. And he's put you out. Yeah. And not only that, he doesn't even, yeah, I don't even. And, all right, let's put America as a house, right? Yeah. Welcome to my home. Come on in. Donald Trump, my father's here. And he says to me, listen, I don't want those Mexicans coming in here anymore. You understand? They're distracting you and they're no good for you. We just can't have that. And that assistance, that, that public assistance boyfriend of yours, I don't like him either. He needs to go. He's making you uh, too dependent. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to eliminate all of this and you're going to grow. And you're going to find your way and do it on your own. Mm. That's it. Same shit. Yeah, but I don't <laughs> think it's got that kind of vibe. Like, his his whole vibe is like, um, you're not my, you know what I mean? You don't even belong here if you can't, like, go on your own and, and make something. That's his whole shit. I swear. I bet you. As if he could survive it. So then what happens with the weak? They, That's uh, it. The weak perish. But it's like, not even about strength as in body, it's in, it's in the in your spirit of entrepreneurship. And that's right. what he's basically challenging everyone yeah. to to no longer need him right. or no longer need that institution at all. And this is a good time to make money. Anybody can make money right now. Anybody. You can make money doing anything. Anything. You can get, mo- get money breathing into a bag and you're selling it to people. This is your breath. Okay? Seriously. <laughs> you could market that. Across places where there aren't any black guys. Places where there aren't any black girls. Yeah. People, places where, where, you know, there's no one that looks like you. You create a little persona of yourself. You're like everybody's boyfriend or everybody's girlfriend. Mm. (laughs) You know? That's so sad. There's some people that's like that. I know. There's some people, there's, there's people, there's all different types of people that are in the sex industries. Like, this is not even weird. This is like, like, duh. Like, why would you sell pictures of your vagina if you could just sell pictures of your, of your breath? Right. Uh, sell, sell, sell uh, bags of your breath. Right. People will buy it. That's People so will true. buy a bag of your fart. I'm telling you, it sounds disgusting. I'm because it's true. It sounds disgusting. But I watched this movie, this show, um, uh, Orange is the New Black, and they were in jail. Selling the closest thing they could to pussy. They were selling panties. Dirty used panties yeah. by women that are in prison. Yeah. So. Ew. Bruh. Ew. Bruh. That's disgusting. Yeah. We think of throw that shit in so it can get washed. You think of, I want to put it up my nose. Like how animalistic. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like, it's just this whole, like, mental fantasy for some guy who likes that idea. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we like your cologne on your t-shirt. Bro. Yeah, we like cologne. See, look, that's no. what you can sell, fellas. No, but niggas, where you can sell shirts of, of yeah, exactly. Send a picture of yourself and like a, a shirt that you've been like breaking bricks in all. Sweaty. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, but you have to be super hot. Yeah, you have to take care of your body. You, you have to sweetheart. America's sweetheart, black ass sweetheart. You could be black, or you might not be black. You might be Spanish or white or Chinese. I don't know, but I'm just talking to my my Negroes, my Negro boys that I know are hot and fine. 
Mm-hmm. You could do anything you want to do. This is the point we're trying to make with our breath and heart and shit. You do any damn thing. You know, so, so serious. It's actually it's real actually kids. real kids. All right, so we're reading this uh, article from TechCrunch.com, and basically, um, we're doing research about the startups in the hip hop community, and what this. Uh, articles talking about is that um, based on uh, the ideas by this guy named Cam Hauser, he basically thinks that rap artists are drawn to the startup space because of its hustle quality. It's just got a similar quality to rap music, you know, um, where it's kind of like a small child that you have to develop and you have to promote and you have to basically build a fan base around and things of that nature. So. They say that basically it helps to um, expand whatever they're doing. So why not? Why shouldn't they, you know, expound into a startup where they can build businesses based on their rap career, whatever they're doing. So, yeah. Yeah. So we've seen, obviously, quite a few people get into the tech space. Um, We do want to talk about a couple of them. Um, We have a list of people that we want to talk about. So the first person I'm going to talk about is... We're gonna talk about um, Chameleonaire. All right, so Chameleonaire um, recently stepped into a um, the space of doing like an app, social media app. Uh, I think it's called Say Now. So the Say Now app is basically allows um, the celebrities to communicate with their uh, fans. It allows like face to face communication where you're like answering a question, asking questions and answering questions um, in a face-to-face basis. So it allows them to build more relationship with their audience. You know what, who I really love? Um, I really love what Ray J is doing. What? His company, Raycon Global. Yeah. He has, he has like, he's into like the audio space. Um. He does a lot of speakers and things, but the the best product that he has within his company, I think, is the um the earbuds. He has these um what they call true wireless earbuds that go like sit right inside of your ear. They look kind of like the ones that you wear on stage. Yeah. Um, but that's for like it's it's a consumer product, so you can actually use it to like use it for your phone calls and things. Uh-huh. You can have it hooked up to like your computer. When you're when you're doing your work, instead of it like being connected to your neck. Oh, so it's like you just always keep it in. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You can keep it in, and That's you don't convenient. have to get like hooked up or. So it's like a really um loud. So like if you want to hear your music loudly, you want to hear like basically like sound cancellation. It's yeah. a great headphone. Like they really rate it globally. Like all the all the reviews for that I've seen for it. I've been positive. You know, I've seen really, really positive reviews about that product, which is good. And um, I think before he had the headphones, he had the Scooty bike. I yeah. think that's what he like led with. Yeah. But then he had like some legal problems. I think. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm quite impressed with his product. Um, but you know, like I said, the he does have he did have some um legal problems with the scooter, but he found much more success with the speaker with the head with the headphones. 
because it's it, it we did they did do the headphone thing in um with the Beats by Dre thing, but the best part of it is that it's obviously his own company. Um, he has investors, you know, in the company, but obviously it's, it's named after him. He started it. He's promoted it basically by himself. I haven't seen anyone else like you know basically being a figurehead of it. He went on the Big Breakfast Club and promoted it. He's a he's a real good um example of what you're supposed to do when you have a company or a business. He goes out and he like actually pounds the pavement. He goes on the radio and talks about his product and like amps it up. And that's what you have to do. Yeah. And he has his friends and family like all like supporting. promoting and supporting him. Major's always had a good circle. Yeah. He got a good personality to be like a salesman. Mm-hmm. That's what you got to have. You have to have that. You got to have that like spirit of that hustle. Yeah. And that charm, you know. Obviously, he's like a little charming, you know. And he got that confidence. I bet you that nigga believes he can do anything in the world. And he wants to. I think he thinks he can do everything. But when he focuses on stuff, he looks like he can do whatever he wants to do. Yeah. Ooh, we just sound tired. Bruh. Mom says what it is. <laughs> point is, you know, he might be a wealthy person, but he still stepped into a space that was basically foreign. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he built something that's totally different from what everybody else was doing. Like, these guys only just now knew understood like the the value that they bring the hip hop guys and R&B guys of like being able to promote a product and make a multi-million dollar asset yeah. you know with the Beats by Dre thing and this guy he didn't even own um he didn't even own 10% of it but he still made millions of dollars yeah you know he didn't own the whole he didn't, I mean I'm not going to say he didn't own 10% I don't know what the percentage is that he owned but he didn't own all of it you know, and he still made millions of dollars, this guy, Drake. Yeah. So, and then, you know, obviously it looks like um, Soldier Boy is trying to get into the space. Um, he made an attempt with his game console that plays 2,000 games, you know, or 200 games. I don't know how many games, but like all the old vintage games, everything plays on the console. And apparently it's not that, it's not like a high-end product. You say it that way. It's like a low-end product. Um, the price for it is like $120, I think, for it. But I feel like, you know, people are saying like it's not worth it because of like the construction of the actual product itself. But what mm. it can do, to me, is worth it. You have a, you have, some people have cell phones that can't even do as much that that game console can do. They paid $1,200 for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you're a gamer or you just like to have things to do, I feel like it's a good investment, you know? And the reviewer that I saw that was reviewing it, you know, I felt like he was kind of unfair the way he was, like, trying to promote it to for people to bypass Soldier Boy and buy it directly from the manufacturer just because of the price. Like, you have no support energy in you. Like, you're just simply for yourself and you're not thinking, like, the long term, like, yeah, it might not be like the 100% product. You could say, yeah, okay, the construction isn't popping, but the only reason why I know it exists is because of Soldier Boy. So let me give Soldier Boy his coins. Yeah. But you don't want to do that because what is a black man? Mm-hmm. 
and you don't like you're telling him in the video he's telling him oh you tried to do something too challenging you should have done something easier mm-hmm. that has been a bit more exploited and and you know no it's that's crazy. not the point he did something different and that should be applauded and rewarded to me period mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i support shoulder boy i think he should keep going and start working on his own um, product, his own games, things like that. Yeah. And that would be the space. Like, there's so many um, young kids that want to get into that space. We need to be able to get more animators and play people and 3D artists to be able to make games that we want to play. Like, So, our next artist up that we know and love from... Missouri, Akon. Locked up, let me out. And I think that's how the people in Africa felt. Locked up with no lights. Light locked up. And this guy came along and unlocked it. In for, Senegal. For 600 precise. million people. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's like 15, no, that's like 20 Beyonce concerts mm-hmm. with each person. That's how many light he put people. <laughs> That was in um that was in in 2013. Um, he's he started helping to drive that transformation. Um, yeah, so he combined his efforts. Actually, it looks like with a person or a uh, organization called Samba Bathily. Yeah. Um, to create. Um, now it says that now it provides electricity for 14 countries and employs over five five thousand people. Yep. Mainly young people. Who install and maintain the solar? Also, they like solar powered. Mm-hmm. That's good. Exactly. So he kept it green, and he employed the, the um people that are you know it, it's it's like a cycle. It's feeding mm-hmm. itself. Yeah, and it's like it's a renewable source. You know, Africa is like very um, sun. It's a lot of sun, so yeah. that's a good. It's a good thing. Is should have been had that. Yeah, but you know how it goes. You know how this goes. You but, know how that she goes. But um, African Americans, we are the leaders. They, everyone, all other blacks around the world. That's it. Like we were like the rich um, black people, mm-hmm. except for obviously the real rich like black people that are like in um, Nigeria, Ghana. Yeah, they got money. Yeah, but we're like the high profile. Like we're the ones that get seen on TV. Celebritarian yeah. type Negro. Af Af um athletes and uh, music artists. So. Right. The cool, yeah. the cool kids. The cool kids, exactly. So we have a responsibility. We do, and I um, I especially feel that way when I look at all these countries and I see how they dress like us and try to rap like us. Yeah. Like, so we're know. like the we're like the media people. Like you see, it like how Hollywood, white Hollywood, is like the media, um, heartbeat of like the world, and everyone wants to like have a Hollywood in their country. Mm-hmm. Black people have their own like beat, and it's like hip hop. Mm-hmm. So everything revolves around like our music, whether it's hip hop or another music that came before. Yeah. So our media is very influential across the world, and we gotta really understand that, and you know, and expound and go into the in the um entrepreneurial space with that in mind, and just build on what we already got going on. You know, build on our talents. Exactly. But I think um it might be actually it might actually be um more effective if 
there was like a plan or as oh, how can I say this? Well, some organization to it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but there is Combined though. Hip hop always had a, a blueprint. Hip hop has has specific genres or different uh, specific pillars that are associated with it yeah. in order for it to be hip hop. So it has the 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 the, the sound like, like it has nine elements. Let me tell you this. All right, so breaking, MCing, graffiti, graffiti art, DJing, beatboxing, street fashion, street language, street knowledge, and street entrepreneurship. I guess we're talking about the street entrepreneurship space right now. Yeah. Where, you know, you're taking that hustle mentality and you're making a business out of it, or you're expounding on your own brand and making businesses based on like segments of your brand. Right. You know? The great thing about Akon is that he's like busted out of the whole mold. All of them that we mentioned, Ray J too, is like, yeah, he's a music artist. So it makes sense for him to do sound technology, but he didn't start there. Right. He started just doing, you know, like a the, the bike thing. Right. The scooty bike. The scooty bike, which was totally outside of his realm. I guess just getting his feet wet, you know, and no one knew if that was going to sink or swim, not even him. Yeah. But they didn't do too bad. No, what I he heard. did good. The Scooty Bikes. No, they did good, and that's why he's uh, was able to like reinvest and put everything back and like come out with new new products. And people love all of his like a lot of his products that are coming out. People love them. Yeah, he's not putting out garbage. He actually no. takes his time to test these products, exactly. and he does his prototypes over and over and over. Yeah, I mean, you even see it in Love and Hip Hop, like he keeps trying stuff out, yeah. trying stuff out. Yeah, and he understands like. Brandon, he under he like is one of the forerunners of social media, not social media of um, uh, real the reality space. Yeah, with um, for the love of Ray J and all of those shows that he's been on, you know, he knows how to basically work the the crowd. Yeah, of his of his personality, you know, like what, who he attracts, he knows how to work those that audience. Yeah, you know. Like does his little charm thing that you probably get with him in person, but he does it like on a scale is like whatever stage he's on, he tries to like expound yeah. and like get and be able to attract the same types of people he would in person. Does it in in this big space, right? Which I think is great. Like I've, I'm glad that he's doing it, and I hope he keeps going. Just like I think. I hope Soldier Soldier Boy keeps going. Yes, and I hope more people start taking their initiative <clears throat> and do more stuff like in these other spaces, you know, because um, all of these main pillars, the breaking MC and graffiti art, this, this come, comes together and they interact with one another. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So if you have development throughout all of the different pillars of hip hop and you understand, you know, how everything has its, has its place, the breaking is the dancing, right? Mm-hmm. Our dancing has evolved. Now you got, you got dance shows, and we have to honor those things mm-hmm. and give them proper place and precedence, and have and have um, award ceremonies for the things we care about, and not complain right. about people not honoring stuff that we don't even show that has any importance or any value. Right. So we should already have our shit, even if it's on a smaller scale. Right. At least control of it. <laughs> exactly. To the point where it's not like it's under the umbrella of something like BET or. You know, upper powers. Right. And hopefully we can get to a point where technology is actually starting to leave its footprint in the lives of the children and um, 
future generations to come because those are the leaders. It's not just about making what's cool now and, you know, uh, you know, the money and the, the profit. I actually want to see some. You know, I want to see people consciously trying to build infrastructure around this. Shit. Yes. Because everything exists, everything that hip hop was still exists now, but it's like expanded and expounded. It's like people are taking the breaking idea, like where you're, you're listening to the music that's being produced and you're creating dances that go with it. That's the same concept like breaking where people were break dancing on the floor and doing that. And it was like going in to sing with the music. But now, you know, you got this trap music and you got the other like genres that are, that are adjacent to you, the trap um, thing. And you got the shoot and you got the, the all of the nene and all those other dances that go alongside it. So we understand that concept, like the music, as the music changes, the dancing changes, you build businesses around that. If you're a dancer, you build a business around that. You know people, you know this is a new music, you know that you know the dance to it, create a business teaching people how to dance, make videos, this and that. Yeah, people will pay for it. People will pay for it, and it helps to feed the rest of the industry. It, It helps to inspire. Yeah. You now can go into like, fitness clothing or you know what I mean or you can now um advertise help to advertise things because obviously dancing and music it attracts people so that helps the uni you can be in advertisements you can be in commercials you know when you perfect these things this is what we should be doing is like finding these different ways to to make the money come you know what I mean by uh, collaborating with these different parts. So you have the fashion. People have their own YouTube videos, YouTube channels and things promoting what they're doing. And that's what you should be doing. Right. You know, promoting what your your fashion sense, your your ability to make clothes. Yeah. <clears throat> Basically all of that, you know. All of these pillars is places where people can flourish. Yes. In this in this era that what's happening because you have unlimited access to information mm-hmm. right you have you have unli- seemingly unlimited like access to the, the things that you need you know what is that you need and you know how to get it now right. you have access to like record yourself you have access to like um <clears throat> to make things yourself yeah you can collaborate with people easily easier now you know because you have social media and need to really leave, leave your house to do yeah. So all of this stuff that was already being done can be reattacked. Things that weren't possible t- 10, 20 years ago, now possible. So everything could be done on a better, bigger scale. Yeah. You know, yeah. just using the technology and things that we have. So that's why we are giving some shine to the entrepreneurs and the um, the hip hop um moguls who are taking it you know testing out and trying different stuff yeah i got a good feeling yeah no i think it definitely is going to be good once people understand like where it's going and we need to introduce this to the schools too i want to see influence in the schools as far as they'll allow them the main thing is these kids yeah these kids need to learn these different pillars though they need to like understand like how they can make their talents into a business right 
and that it's okay to do so. It's okay to do Some so. of us grew up being told, what's wrong with you? Go to school, doctor, lawyer, this and that. Mm-hmm. But this is where it's at now. We're in the digital age. Yeah, I, I definitely listened to these kids. They probably were 15 or 16 years old. They were talking about like their dreams of what they want to do and how they want to, like what they want to be when they grow up, basically. Yeah. And the guy, the kid, he was like, oh, I'd I want to do one of two things. I want to either be a, like a YouTuber mm-hmm. or I want to be a professional gamer. So now it sounds kind of crazy. But that's how it is. But now. literally, that's something you could do and make money. Yeah. So it's not it's not ridiculous. Yeah. It sounds like that's a people who don't understand. Like, right. It sounds like you're just playing around. But no. Once you understand what you're doing and you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I used once to Once you can promote yourself the right way, you know what I mean? And once you know what you're doing and you're good at what you do, you can promote yourself the right way. There's nothing that you can't achieve. Right. Especially in this space where it's like, oh, you know, it's about media. It's about, it's about people consuming content. Yeah. If you're creating content that people want to want to consume, you can definitely be successful doing anything you want to do. Yep. So that's basically he's sitting there telling he's telling his friends that, and I'm like, hmm, this is where we're at. This is where we're at. This is what the kids want to do. So it's like, okay, so now if, what are we gonna do? Either tell them, oh, you can't be do that. No, they're they're dictating what is it they see. You know, they see that that's what people are are consuming. Yeah. You know, so we have to create space for that and show them how they can make it a successful thing, you know, yeah. how they can ensure success in that. So if that means now we need to start having classes around the things that they want to promote, you know, the things that they want to be, that's what we should do. Build yeah. industry around it. Yeah. Have elders in the space. Cause yes. I know that they're elders in the space, yes. in the, these different spaces, but, like when they're no longer in the spotlight, it's like they never, they don't even want to turn back and like share what they know. Right. Just been pushed to the side. Yeah. They feel pushed to the side, but it's like, it's the same thing. The real thing is, it's like they're not, they're not headlining anymore. Right. So it's like, oh, why should I give you the jewels? Or I don't know if it's the kids that don't want to hear it. I don't know. But I, I feel like there hasn't been a, a real attempt. Right. And to get in the head. Yeah. It's small scale. It's small it's scale not, it's and it's like, not a universal like idea like this is what we're doing. Right. Like someone would just mention somebody older, somebody, you know, who kind of just is to the side and, you know, they did their thing already. Mm-hmm. Like it's not something you'd hear somebody just pop up and say, you know, like mm-hmm. it's not normal to just go to our elders and speak to them. I think, I, I mean, it'd be very helpful to have African proverbs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like but we, we do. We, we even have updates to it, especially because of hip hop. We have huge amount, like even Jay-Z, you know, all of his, um, all of his like commandments, 10 crack commandments. Mm-hmm. That literally is like the, the blueprint some people go by. Like they really, they like, really do. go by that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. All this trap shit, people exist in this trap shit, like on different skills in different ways. Yeah. You got the fuck boys. You got boys that look like they're fuck boys, but they really know what they're doing. Different levels. 
You know, you know who I, yeah, he's hot. You know, um, who I really, um, I really rate and I really like think is so innovative, like way before his time, Master P. Yeah. Master P, he always talks about like, um, a moment where, um, a record company wanted to sign him for like $4 million. Mm. And it's like, he, was gonna take it, but then he thought about it. he's like, if they were gonna pay me four million dollars, I must be worth ten, twenty million dollars. Because how did they make their profit? Like right. why would they give me that much money? So like he was so smart like early on yeah. and he decided to just stay independent. And that's why he still has control of his of his business. Right. You know, he's like he's right now he's making mad films. He's making a lot of films and he puts his son in in, in he films that he wants to put his son in, you know, because he has his own production company. And he could do that. And he could do that. And it's just so smart. He's so smart. And everybody should really like just really uh study him and pay attention to what he's what he has done and what he is doing because he's not stupid, you know. Yeah. People have a probably had a perception of him because of like where he comes from or how he talks or what he did or yeah, you know, that he's not that smart but he's smarter than all of them yeah. to like really hold on to to his business and understand what he was able to bring to the table before any company came along he was already pounding the pavement and doing what he needed to do yeah so you know once you can once you know your worth that's when people can't fuck with you and i think that's what happened in the 2000s that's too true. people started taking more and more bullshit deals and that's why the money dried up. Like they weren't investing in the way that they were invested because people were taking bullshit deals. Like, why would we invest in you when this Joe Schmo will pretend to be you or mm-hmm. pay, pretend to be like you? Yeah. And, and we don't have to pay him hardly anything. And we can keep all of his royalties. Yeah. So it all comes down to self-esteem and your, uh, your knowledge that you could do. You could do it yourself. You know what I mean? You don't have to sign no um sign your no soul deal, away, as they say. No crazy stupid deal that's not gonna be beneficial to you in the end. Right. Treating you like a client. <clears throat> exactly. These days you can do all your own distribution. You you just have to have that kind of effort. You yeah. have to care enough to do it. You have to do your research, you gotta know what you're doing. Exactly. And you gotta take this- And these days, let me tell you something. If you don't know something now, not only do you have access to YouTube. You have Google and you also have a whole industry of people that is now selling information. Yeah. So there's people that are will coach you to do whatever it is that you want to do. So there's no there's no like there's no barrier. You don't have to go to school anymore to know things. Uh-uh. You can learn things from peers, from people like human beings just like you. And but just happen to know free info too. Unbelievable. Absolutely. Because that's how much money people are making. They're like, yeah. hold on, wait. Is, is the, all of the info, everything is free. Everything is free. But for you to have focused information from people that know so that you won't make any mistakes, that's when you have to make investments with a coach or a mentor of some sort so that you can actually follow a blueprint and a guideline. Yeah. All of the information exists. No one's going to tell you something that you cannot find for free, but do you have the time to invest? Mm-hmm. Do you have the time to make mistakes? You have the money to waste, you know, doing it all yourself. I mean, because 
the long run, the long run, you end up making more of a time investment. You know what I mean, if you don't go ahead and do that, um, you know, take a shortcut by learning from someone that has that knows. Right. That will cut out a lot of work. For you. It cuts out Try a lot of work, error. and it cuts out a lot of um, possible errors that you could make. Right. And it cuts out a lot of time, a whole lot of time. Right. By you going and learning from someone. That's why people go to school. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing with thinking about my own online businesses. I'm doing as much research as I can. Can mm-hmm. I do it for free? Yeah. How can I do it? What should I do to do it? Mm-hmm. Um, where can I get investors? Every little thing. Anything you want to know, you can find out. Mm-hmm. But um, yes. So we talked about the entrepreneurship, the positive side of uh, technology and hip hop. Um, can we get into the dark side real quick? The dark side of the future. Dun, dun, dun. Where are we going? What are we doing? Okay. So I think what's also forcing people to move these ways is the fact that in the 2000s, when it was popping, mm-hmm. and like I said, even video girls were making as much as the rappers. Yeah. Because it was just that good. It was just at its peak. And then all of a sudden, you had the internet. And people were downloading everything for free. Mm-hmm. And record stores closed. There was no more needing to hire people. Like everything was just shutting down. Yeah, because down. you know what it was. You know, when you're too like rigid, like that's the problem with like um, white companies. And when I say white company, I mean like the establishment because mm-hmm. it's mostly white. They're very, very rigid in what is that they do. If you have your own company, you can evolve it. You know, you see the industry shifting from. Um, people buying music mm-hmm. to people like buying into the lifestyle itself. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So if that's the case and they're not buying the music anymore, find out what they are buying. People are always buying something. Yeah. People are probably would have um, probably more um, geared towards maybe the fashion portion or experiences. You know what I mean? Create experiences. Like that's all that has to happen now. Yeah. That's what's happening now because everyone is streaming. They're streaming the music, but they're just trying to create experiences. When you create experiences, people will invest in that. Yeah. Because people like it's like paying to go to strip club or whatever. You want to feel something. Uh-huh. You pay for it. Yeah. I don't like weed. Alcohol. Like mm-hmm. Or sex. Yeah. Speaking of which, they're making um robots. They're making sex robots. Oh my goodness. You they're s- making like sex robots, like made of silicone that feel like a human being wait a minute hold on who's gonna call if i'm gonna call this i guarantee you because hip-hop is is also about sex Mm -hmm. and sexuality Mm -hmm. watch somebody go into sex dolls who you think it's gonna be somebody i'm telling you one of these who is who is sex centric Mm -hmm. who makes sexy music because there's people making dildos and stuff yeah but i'm telling you somebody's gonna come out I mean, maybe it, it will be, be someone that has a sex, um, a sex toy industry like Candy, you know, Candy yeah, from Candy um, S, uh, what's it? Candy. What's the name of the band? Escape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's already in the sex space, so that would only make sense if I was her. I would, because it's definitely a space that's growing. Yeah. And if she's already making sex toys and shit like that, she should, I'm you know, make, look um, into it. Making black guys, <laughs> I want to make some sex sexy rap guys. Straight up. Straight Shippers. up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All that. Or a brothel. Okay. Oh. <laughs> they have sex- that sex doll brothel. They Are you serious? Mm-hmm. I was just going to ask. They do. They have it. 
it doesn't cost. I think it costs the same, but it's like a different type of clientele. They said like certain people that just want to have like control over the situation and want to have it kind of be safe, you know. So do they sanitize these dolls between uses? Like I would assume so. Like why would they leave it there? It's a nice hotel that they have them in. So wow. I wonder if it's a sex doll for every visit. Like do you pay for your sex? I think they probably take the vagina part out and wash it out. <laughs> remember it was detachable. Yeah, he said it looked like a penis but inverted. Yeah. It was disgusting. Quite interesting. We should order dolls when we um Bruh. That'd be crazy. They better have a vibrated penis part. Because what's the point otherwise? It's like a finger pop. If I get one, I want him to be big and muscly. Like, I just want him to... He could look like my guy now, but just like a doll. Because <laughs> he's perfect. <laughs> like, here's my boyfriend. He can model his body. Everything. Everything. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, um, when we was watching the documentary, they had like this... um. This special order that the the um the doll maker made of a uh, of a foot, yes. a small woman's foot, like a right foot. He said specifically he wanted the right foot <laughs> with a with a vagina on the top yeah. part, so he could like have sex with it. I did see that. That was that was absolutely. Disgusting. Guess in the name of it was the vajankle. Are you serious? The vajankle. So you hold the foot, mm-hmm. put your knees up on a bed, put a silk sheet over your back. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> And go to town. And go to town. Smashing that vajankle. Oh, my God. He loves feet. Oh, it's genius. You yeah. love feet so he much. Feet he feet so much he could him. smash one. Wow. <laughs> right. It's scared. No, people scare me. No, <laughs> shit like that scares me. Like, But, hey, that's your own private info. Mm-hmm. Wow. I want to. No, I'm, I'm now I'm going to go home and watch videos of people. I don't want to see them have sex with their dolls. I just want to see them talk about Yeah, like it. interact with them. I find it so fascinating every time I come across them. But that video that we found the other day, with earlier today, <laughs> bruh, that doll body moved like a human. It was more jiggly. It was jiggly. Jelly. It didn't even, they didn't, they just shifted the box a little and the boobs just said, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> it was like, boom, boom, fatty. Oh Jesus! Jesus, that's crazy. And he picked up the doll. They picked up the doll to stand up, and some guy from the from the side slapped the damn doll's butt. It was crazy. I should jiggle and shook, bruh. And she had a brick house body. That's it. Crazy. Crazy. You know, in um, like Hong Kong or China, I don't really know which one. The one that was like that's really developed is it Hong Kong? Um, like, there's a lot of ch- light of a lot of like game gamers and and um. um wait, wait. I think yes, it's a te- it's ha- techie. Hong Kong, Hong Kong. Yeah, Hong Kong. So in in Hong Kong, I think it is. A lot of the guys have digital girlfriends. They don't even have like yes, girls. yeah. They don't interact with them. real people. They like have these girlfriends that are like. Really like literally like a girlfriend like they miss you when you're not interacting with it. Yeah, they're 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 responding to algorithms, Bruh. and the women like people are just becoming more and more detached there. Yeah, and I think that's that's what's happening with technology. People are just becoming, I don't know. It's just I, I see it coming. I, I see it coming. A mess. Well, yeah. So that is it's kind of extreme. Yeah. 
You don't even want to talk to the real women around you. You guys are so into making work. Yeah, you just want to work. Right. And, and just work hard and then fantasize about right. things when you come home. And buy panties out the vending machine. <laughs> What's wrong Bruh. with you? That's mad nasty. Like, I can imagine looking in there and say, ugh, I don't even want to think about it. Worn underwear. Crazy. Like, what is it on the underwear that you want? The crust. <laughs> That's nasty. That's what's it called. Um, like I was talking about Orange is the New Black. That's why. I, that's what like I think of. I'm like, wow. They want yeah. jailhouse. They want dried up. You're not in that. It's like when you're in jail, you act like they act like you could bathe every day. You're not when you're in jail. You don't always take a shower every day. They don't treat you like you're at home. Mm-hmm. You can imagine so how then, much crust. Crust. Next subject. That's gross. <laughs> Next gross, subject. Gross, gross. Yeah, but if we were to talk about um Asia, so continuing Asia. How about them trains though? Like when people are going to work, they be packing them in them trains like sardines, bro. Hold on, Angie. They have people that push you in. No, 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 no. <laughs> get specific so the people know. They have giant sticks yeah. that they stand back and use and poke push push people in. Now it's not like New York. You see, you know, people are by the door and two more people trying to squeeze I didn't in. see the sticks. I saw a guy like a pusher, like that's his job. He just gotta stuff people in. Yeah. And find out where like what's stopping the door from closing and like stuff people in. And it's crazy. How do you ride all the way to work like that? Can no, you? it's just inhumane. And then when the people fall out, like it's uh, just it looks so crazy. It looks like they spilling out. It makes no that's what I mean by they seem robotic like a clown over there. Car. Cause even when they come here and they want to take a seat on a train or on a bus or whatever, mm-hmm. they still have that um that that Chinese mentality. If hurry up and go sit down before they sit down yeah. or cut the person off. Yeah. And there's some kid I went to school with um not too long ago, like last year when I was going to um TCI, mm-hmm. he would stand right up on people. Right. Like and everybody be like, Yo, why is he standing up on my back? I'm like, you gotta understand in China, like yeah, and you could fit it right next to that man's asshole. <laughs> Not even his cheeks, his hole. Because that's how much space y'all niggas don't got. <laughs> that's fucking gross. <laughs> you uh, performing anal just to stand in the, the oh spot where God. you can see the, the baseball game. Just because you want to see. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, we talk about other cultures and their um, their public transportation but like American public transit and New York specifically fucking disgusting yeah. especially the underground it's like filthy you can see the living layer of dirt on you the can, underground especially at um, Fulton Street on the but, A-line but you see if you get on the on Long Island Railroad now you see a whole new world of possibilities because everything is clean yeah. there's a bloody bathroom on there if you need to if you need to tinkle right but for some reason, it's both MTA, but you got to pay separately to get on either one of those. Yeah. Hmm. Scratching my head as to why. Because, well, uh, Long they Island They want to keep the Negroes out. Right. And Long Island people have bread. They got bread. So that's why they charge. That's not prices. even necessarily true. I think they're just literally trying to, like, they're trying to separate people and, like, prevent people from being able to, like, go. Yeah. On both of those things. Like, if you're getting on a Long Island Railroad, you have to have money because you obviously have to have a Metro card too to get from Queens or Brooklyn or wherever you are. Yeah. To get, you know what I mean? If you're on foot anyway. Yeah. So it's like, you have to pay double the amount. It's like a deterrent. Yeah. What kind of riffraff going to get on it? <laughs> riffraff. 
They have a new way of um of of you get paying buying your ticket now on the on Long Island Railroad. There's an app, mm-hmm. so they have like this image that comes up on your phone and it shifts from side to side and expires after a certain period of time. Yeah. So it's like an on-screen ticket. Yeah. I don't know. is kind of expensive. But when I really need to come from Brooklyn all the way home, I'll pay it's, that 7 It's straight convenient. It is. It convenient. is. It, is. it is good. It takes so much time out of your commute. It does. It's good, but I just wish it was a bit more. Cons- I wish the whole of the transportation system in America and New York was better and more conscious of human beings. Yeah. You need to have bathrooms everywhere. Yeah. Where people walk around and go to work and do things. Stop acting as if the people's needs are not necessary. It's not necessary to fulfill people's needs. Yeah, like it's hard jail. Exactly. You're making everything get nasty. If you don't have put garbage cans, you know there's going to be garbage everywhere. Right. If you don't put bathrooms, people are going to piss everywhere. What y'all doing with the money? Exactly. You keep raising the rate. They raise everything. It costs so much money to travel around in New York. Mm-hmm. You have to pay $200 in change, $220 to go from Queens to, New- to to Long Island to get a monthly ticket. $200. If you also need so to take the LI, if you, exactly. If you, if you also need to use the regular MTA, you need to have an, another 100 and change. Yep. So that's three hundred dollars a month to just around. to get around, and you're not even like, not even like. People don't even pay that much in gas. People with cars, right? If it's about that. It's like with, it costs you about that, but then you have to, no. It costs less than that, but you gotta pay your insurance. So however much your insurance is, it's still gonna add up. It will cost a little more probably to drive, but at least you're in your own shit. Right. 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 You can come and go as you please. You can do what you want. Get more rides. And you won't car. have to like walk. Mm-hmm. You just drive, baby, drive. You don't have to wait. No worry. No waiting, no worrying. Yeah. And no being cold in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. So, boys and girls. So, we need a brand new MTA that is considerate of people, that integrates both the Long Island Railroad and the MTA. Yeah. Cleans that shit out. You're tired of the nasty ass train station that we can't even hold the, the rail when you're going down the stage. You gotta just free ball it. You tell your little three year old, don't touch the rail. Yeah, that's what I'd be telling. Yes, don't touch nothing. Don't, don't touch, touch anything. Don't even, you know, when you come in the house, take them shoes off right away because you was in that sticky, yucky, nasty train station. Yeah. I think the nastiest sometimes is the train, like the poles. I just start everything seeing people is nasty. Everything is yuck. Yeah, I know. You see people pick their nose, and I've seen so many people pick their nose on the train and just put their hand back on the pole. And I'm like, so you don't know that you are not home. Do you know that they they put those those um those what's the name of it the seats? No, the um the Shack. tunnels uh-huh. that the trains are in. It's like rivers they put it like underneath a river so it keeps flooding it's scary it keeps flooding like it's ridiculous how they did it so one day what a train is gonna go under like they the flood river. all the time it's like always like marshy underneath that's on the, on the scary ground. yes it's don't they know at some point all that water is gonna like it's gonna break that shit down 
Yeah, that's why it's like rotten. In. That's why I keep. But they're on. not having. They're not replacing anything. Right. So what are you using all the money for? It literally costs a million dollars. But really, it, one day is all that water just gonna fall in? It's that's been scary. happening. It's been happening. It's been leak. It's been like flooding. That's scary. River water. Can you imagine if all that water started to come down? Imagine a whole system flooded. Did That's you see, scary. Did you see those people that were living underground? No. There's a documentary about yeah, it was like in <gasps> the two is in, in the um nineties or um the eighties. Pop people. I don't know That's if they're called they call. the pop people. My professor told me about them. She said they definitely do live down there. Still She's now? Yeah. I know back in the day they did, but I don't know about now. now People yeah. still live underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coming up for apples and shit from the fruit stand on the corner where somebody dropped it and it rolled into the street. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, they have there. But yeah, you know, what do you think of the moon landing? You think it happened? No, nah, I don't know. First of all, we don't even know. I honestly, as what, much as they show us on TV, how do we know space really looks like that? What if there's a glass up there? What if that, that the sun is a giant-ass lamp and it's so fucking big? Everyone well, that's in what, the dome. That's what, that's what Flat Earthers believe, that this is like a dome, dome, uh, a, closed, um, a closed system with like a, a firmament, what they call a firmament, firmament. around it. Yeah, right. That, you know, you can't really escape it. But there are holes in the firmament, yeah. which is what they call like holes in the ozone layer. Oh, that's so the ozone it. layer is like another way of saying the firmament. Yeah. Okay. But if they can go in and out, it could be like a pore, you know? A you have pore, you know, like in the oh, skin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's way out. But how do you get back in? You know? Yeah. Like it might be dangerous to try to get out. Right, because what if that's actual ocean? What if that is another is, ocean above? Right, that's what they say. But this is a water planet because there's actually water around us. Yeah, but it's just so thin that we can't see it. So I can imagine that you actually fly up high enough, you can see and touch the sky, and you're putting your hands in water. You're, you're putting so your, your hands into the into the. T- there's a um, commercial like that. I have to play it for you. Well, it's like a Budweiser commercial that shows the first guy, the person that. Supposed that's supposed to have really gone to mm-hmm. the edge of the planet, like up and seen like the planet, and he saw that it was flat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he busted through the firmament, and then it was ocean, and he was at the bottom of the ocean, and he went, kept going up, and then he was coming out of our ocean. Yeah. Wait. So it was like a closed system. It was like oh. Started over again, kind of. Jeez, you go up and come. <laughs> wait, wait, how do you? It's the only thing that makes sense, though, if you really think about it, because it's a universe. So it's like you're exploring different perspectives of a universe. How'd he get up there? He was in a um, hot air balloon. Oh. So, like, he was like really, really high. How the hell you come up through the ocean? No, no, first of all, the ocean's deep. So, what, what happened? Your, your balloon went up under the water? Well, you know how there's so much pressure far down. You know, you can barely even go down there, like as a human being. Yeah, it'll there's crush too you. much pressure; it will crush you. So we don't know what kind of structure it is that's down there. Like, what kind of like if it ever life, ends. if it ever ends, or what it becomes after you get to like that pure pressure point. Right. Will we ever find out? We need. God you know, knows. what we need. 
We need a camera that's two fifty hundred thousand trillion feet long and shit. And keep pushing that shit down. It'll take two years to get to the bottom. Yeah, but it will crush. That's the point. That's like when they try to put things up in the sp- in space. Mm-hmm. It destroys it sometimes, you know? Yeah. So, like, if you try to go too deep down in the earth, in the, um, in the ocean, it crushes you, too. So. Bruh. Send a GoPro down there. Okay. Put a camera that's as flat as a knife. I'm serious. They can yeah, they gotta one. figure something out. Okay, a flat camera. Flat as a knife, let it pierce through the water, keep mm. pushing and pushing it. Pushing it and pushing it and pushing mm-hmm. it. We got enough plastic up here to make a stick to go down there. <laughs> stick. <laughs> so much plastic. I know. No, sad. Yeah, you know we're destroying the planet. We're damaging. I won't say destroy because they'll the planet is alive, first of all. Right. And it will definitely eject us if we are up right. to a point where, we, you know, it can't survive with us on it. Right. I think we are part of the the planet's, like, immune system, a part of its life, right? Yeah. But if we, we're just like anything else, if we're not serving the purpose that we're here for, or damaging it by the things that we're creating, that we got to go. Right. So we just got to make an effort to be stewards to this planet, stewards to one another, mm-hmm. and make this shit work. You see how, like, that 360 deal shit was fucking people over? That shit no, no longer should exist because the distribution exists for you to do it yourself. Right. So you they, they cut that out. Like, society, our world just evolved in a way where that no longer is a factor. So now you could do whatever it is that you were planning on doing. Whatever you were planning on doing, tell your grandkids, tell other people that are like in that space now. Yeah. And teach them what you know and let them take it from there. Right. Yeah. But that's it. We talked about we talked about um the future. We talked about how things are now in the tech space. We mm-hmm. talked about entrepreneurship. Yeah. So now we're looking to the future and we're expecting these rap guys to step it up and support one another instead of trying to do all the same thing, figure right. out what your brand calls for mm-hmm. and build based on that. What right. is it that you could be serving people with beyond what you're doing now? Right. We need to get to a point, especially our people, we need to get to a point where it's serving us and it's done smart. Everyone's not just jumping on a bandwagon and doing what's cool and prosperous for them, but seeing the bigger picture and being like, okay, we're kind of in a hot pot right now mm-hmm. and we need to fix it. And we're going to use our money and our brains and our power to do that. Yeah. It, is it possible? Exactly. And, you know, it goes down in all different genres, different industries. We need people to buy the hood, buy the neighborhoods, you know, invest in the property that are in the, the neighborhoods that you came from. Maybe you can move away since you feel like you want to move away all the time, but buy all that shit. Right. You feel me? And like, and gentrify or pre-gentrify, as we've said, any areas that need to be developed that are low income, maybe don't have the kind of infrastructure that they need and build that. Yeah. Create. That's what other entrepreneurs do their hometowns they become like monuments to them the whole neighborhood be like named after them 
Right. And that's what you're supposed to do. Right. Well, let's see what happens. Oh, and if any of you rappers out there listening, I'm pretty sure you're going to come out with sex dolls, but uh, we'll keep our eyes open. Yeah, especially you, game. We do we liquor. Watching you. We do clothes. We do <laughs> shoes. We do perfume. Yes. We just get in that. the industry, bro. Just get your toes in the, in the water. We yeah. need We need devices that play music, that can transfer files. We yeah. need that. Yeah. We need alternative transportation companies other than the MTA because they be playing with our life because they have a monopoly right now. We need tech superheroes. We need tech superheroes to use your your influence and your money and put it where your mouth is yes. and get s- some advancement going, you know, and yeah. teach kids to learn how to do more than just coding you need to teach some kids how to create these devices themselves send them to china to learn how to do it that's what you want to do yeah teach people how to do other stuff and learn yourself and try different things and don't be afraid of failure and that's to everyone not just hip-hop guys everyone try to build your Build on your craft, whatever you like to do, whatever you're good at, build it into a business and find other people to collaborate with. Yeah. That's it. So thanks so much for listening to Dope Dealer Radio. This has been an episode called Dude, Where's My Flying Lambo? With Lena Created. And Cleo Badashian with the big Ashian. Ow. Ow. Kisses. We love you. Have a great night. Later.